0: Thank you for being here. Thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, If you want to go around and and introduce yourselves a little bit and and what you play and your name. Okay. Uh,
1: My name is uh, Duffy and uh, I play uh, guitar and kind of... Yeah, I'm the
2: captain. I do the lead vocals. My name is Budas and I do the buckets.
0: Right on. All right. Thank you. Um, I'm excited to have you guys here. Dark Majesty just came out, and it's awesome. Uh, I've been a fan of you guys for a while, and I was super excited to, saw, to see you guys have some new music coming out. And in, in my opinion, I've spent the last week listening to all of your records from start to finish, and this one might be my favorite. I, I, it's It's got everything. It kind of takes all the things that I loved about your band, and it kind of fine-tunes it just a little bit i think it came out super well uh spiral really gets my dick hard that song is perfect (laughs) it's uh it's catchy it's fuzzy it's heavy it's everything you want especially in a kal song so well done congratulations Um, on the record
1: we were just talking about before the podcast because budas doesn't understand why that song is like gets so much praises and uh when we were making it, uh, the the riff that goes da that's, like, um, that's Woody uh, like Woody Woodpecker. Woody <laughs> Woodpecker, uh, and then the the we also have the, the after the first chorus, you have this like kiss uh, riff did, coming, did, and did, did, so did, did, we just yeah. mashed, Theater, And also we have the maiden twin guitar thing, so it's like we just put everything <laughs> good in this song, and, yeah. Some reason it works.
0: I don't know that I'm going to be able to unhear Woody the Woodpecker now after hearing that, but
1: we have the same every time you hear that,
2: yeah, it's my riff, and uh, and I just after I did the riff, I kind of this is. Oh, okay. Woody Woodpecker. Woodpecker. Okay, cool. <laughs> Woody <laughs> the Woodpecker
0: has never sounded better though. It's never sounded better better or heavier. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. I, I, I love that song, but the, the whole record is good and it's got a little bit of everything. It's got, you know, the heavy doom kind of stuff, but it's also super catchy and fun. It's a fun record to listen to. It's not just dark for the sake of dark. It's like, you know, it's got that desert space rock to it. While still being super heavy and fun to listen to, um, and all and all your records are. So, did you approach this one any differently, or was this just kind of like, let's go in there and do our thing?
3: Well, this time we have two guitar players, and uh, well, it's no secret that these two guitar players might be a bit more skilled than the one that left the band. Uh, they got different styles of playing as well. So, when we start to you know belting out riffs and stuff like that. Um, these guys were approaching the riffs quite differently than maybe we did before, and that's how it kind of shaped into the the ways they they shaped into. And obviously, everybody has their own say in how the riff uh, should be played, and we you know debated back and forth. And the best outcome is what you hear on uh, on the record, pretty much. Um, yeah, you're talking about it's a dark record. Well, yeah, it's it's probably the darkest record that we have. Yeah. Uh, Lyrically, it's pretty dark. Uh, kind of moved away from the from the sci-fi meaning of the lyrics, but the metaphor is there if like, uh, you like. It's dark in a, a fun
0: way, though. It, it's it's dark in a fun way. It's not it's not dark and depressing. It's dark and fun, in my opinion. Well, it's not supposed to be
3: depressing. <laughs> it's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be fun, but uh, you know, give people something to listen to that they like and love, and you know maybe. Maybe share it to somebody else. Um, it's not the, our point. Is not to make something dark that people go out and slice their hands open or <laughs> and kill themselves. With stupid shit like Preferably that. Not. It's little yeah. uh, fun and games, dude. It's, uh, it's supposed to be fun, uh, and we're having fun doing it. So hopefully, people listening to it having fun too.
0: Yeah, I think so, and I think that definitely comes across. Um, you mentioned the sci-fi thing. You know, you've always been a more sci-fi related band, the artwork, the song titles, the lyrics is all kind of based around the spacey space rock thing. Yeah. But I noticed yeah. that this album looks a little different. And I know you use Steven Yoyada for the cover, who we yeah. all know, you know, we really, see him everywhere really and, and love all this stuff. Yeah, did awesome. the same person do all the records the be- previous? Were they all the same artists or were they different?
3: It's a, it's a, the same, uh, same artist did the three first record, the four. Okay. First record. The demo, the Cal One, yeah. Echoes Fair, and uh, Which is uh Aster and uh, Witches of Mars is done by the same artist. Um, and we, we tried to capture somewhat the you know the B movie kind of vibe to it, if you like. Uh, I guess we probably got it the best on the last he did with the Witches of Mars uh, cover. That's pretty B movie themed. for sure. mean,
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, we kind of wanted to try something different. So uh, this, this dude, Stephen Yada approached me and said that, well, he, he does, you know, paintings and stuff. uh, And he wanted to show me something. And uh, he showed me, I think, uh, I think the first one he showed us was the, the Rufat poster for Australia. Yeah. With the, with the mammoth thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I said, Whoa, that's a, I like the way he draws. And, uh, he, um, he wanted to make uh, a single cover, so we made a single cover for "Witches on Mars," and we just fucking loved that one. And uh, we uh, we kind of agreed on giving him some some more work, and here we are. We've done five five jobs for us so far. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah.
0: All, all of them are uh, amazing. So, yeah. Um, big shout yeah. out
1: to him.
3: Yeah.
0: There. yeah. He's, he's and we've uh, we've mentioned him a handful of times on the podcast already. He does a lot of bands artwork and he he kills it. Yeah, time. I, I noticed well, this one definitely had a different look than the previous albums, while still remaining in that same like sci-fi realm.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's important to you know kind of have some kind of red thread through it all because uh obviously the lyrics are sci-fi themed and. uh where they come from is, uh, you know, s- small stories that I write in my spare time, and uh, they are all very sci-fi related. And we are sci-fi nerds, at least me and him. Uh, we love everything sci-fi, so we watch all kind of movies and are pretty much into all that shit. So why, why do something else when you this is the stuff that you know pretty much? Uh, but if you if you read the lyrics, there is uh, there is something underneath there, if you like. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. has that been the the theme since the start? We're going to be a sci-fi band. Has it? Have you ever thought about going a different direction or is this just, you know, this is the band, this is what oh we're boy. into? Because
3: everybody else sings about war and fucking shit like that. So why not be a, a fun band with yeah. something, well, non, non-important stuff that everybody can relate to in some form of passion?
0: Yeah, I agree. And I, I think it sets you guys apart and and not just the the theme, but even in sound. I was I was talking to a few other bands and it's it's an easy way to review an album is to compare them to another band and to get a kind of a reference point. And it's so hard to do with you guys. I feel like there's not too many bands that sound like you, but also not too many bands that dial in the sci fi thing like you guys do. So in my opinion, it it's you guys set yourself apart in a lot of different ways. It's hard to compare you to to a lot else. Thank nice. you.
3: I guess. Thank you. <coughs> well, uh, of course, well, uh, we are influenced by everybody out there, so we might just, you know,
2: rearrange it and think differently when it rips in your head. Maybe I don't know. Well, like you know, when it comes to sound, I, I personally really like uh, like huge sounds, right? So you can you can listen to, when you listen to my drum sound. I really like the drums to have a meaning in the song because <coughs> Um, it, 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 uh, the drums are are are, um, are paving the way for the song in many ways, right? So if you have like a really anonymous drum sound, it kind of chokes the song. But if you have like a drum sound that's always in the in the in the kind of um, in your yeah yeah in your <laughs> face or in your in your is always there to to punch you in the chest. Oh, every every all the way. Even though you have to to slow down, uh, go up. You know all the dynamics and all that. You really have to. If you have a crappy drum sound, you can. It's it's choose or lose. Right? It's it's just um, if you. They could be the best song in the world, but if you have a crap drum sound, drum sound, the song could be really. You know, yeah. Right, yeah, we, we, and then if you have like a really good and this, you, it can lift the song. So I'm yeah. as on, what I'm saying is that I am the most important person <laughs> in this band.
1: Yeah. Also, so also yeah. when we were recording, um, he uh, he had some uh, new uh, new skins on his tom, and uh, was like yeah, the producer was like, yeah. "I do not like those skins. They sound like shit." And he was like, "No, no, no. Yeah. I want them like that. It's gonna be great." And I was sitting like, I don't really like them either. But okay, well, uh, it's his choice uh, if he wants to play on them then. And was I wrong? No, you were not. not. So (laughs) so when when we started to listen to the mixes, I was like, I'm not mentioning those songs because they (laughs) were sounding like. And and also a thing I wanted to, to add to that is that. When we recorded the drums, it was the four of us uh, in the in the studio. While it, was, was in the in the producer's booth and singing along, and the dynamic of the drums are you can hear it because we were not like we didn't play on click or anything. We just, just play ran through uh, the song uh, as many times until we were satisfied. And uh, so, yeah, and I also think the drums were were came out great and. Uh, what I also like to do is, like when we play, is like I try to figure out what he's doing, and then and then adjust sometimes my guitar uh, licks or my strumming towards it. Also makes it a bit more interesting. interesting.
2: And so as you, if you listen to Temple,
1: um,
2: he is in another room uh, singing, and as we are playing the solos and all the, uh, you know the 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 feel, flow, and grooves parts. He shouts in my ear. Now, now, come on, <laughs> up, up with the drums, and then all right, <laughs> and then I. So that's that's uh, on the record, right? So he kind of when he felt like, okay, now you need to put up the pace, right, and and boost up everything, because I didn't know I was just jamming and and. Kind of felt where I was going, but he was like standing there. So, so now I want to sing. So come on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me more drums right now. So, he, uh, so yeah. So you can hear that on the on the uh, a couple of songs actually. So uh, interesting. Yeah. we had we had we had, um, we had a fair. We had well, eighty percent of how the songs should be, and so the twenty percent was like just right, right in, right just there. just. Uh, we just made it on the spot in the studio. Yeah. So, yeah. I wouldn't call it improvised. It's most
3: more like rearranged, but we yeah, originally had the idea for how yeah. it was supposed to go. But sometimes you can stand here in the in this spot here and listen to the song while you play it, and it feels good. But when you hear it without doing anything, it's like, mm, I don't know. Um, and then you, you start to think, and you add to it. And he, he said that he, he likes big sound. We do. Um not to 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 say anything bad about the sounds of any kind of band but sometimes i feel that they are like this in their sound very straightforward if you listen to it everything is centered here we wanted it to be like this as big as possible so that's why we got very distinctive guitars in in both uh, on both sides so when you listen to it it it, it seems very big and it's it's very intentional uh, to be like that yeah uh, so uh, that's why maybe sounds different from from other bands because they maybe they they pan it a bit too much to to the center. We like it spread out.
1: Yeah, and also the the mixing and the the mastering that uh, Ruben did is uh, insane. It's like when you when you hear the the the, the raw tapes after recording it, uh, I just try to feel. How think about how it's yeah. going to get. And then he comes done. back with a mix, and it's like, What the hell? Did I do that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Did we record that? Yeah.
3: <laughs> did, you, did you get someone else
2: to do it? Yeah, and, so, so, and sometimes it's like, You know, I have, I don't have anything to complain about, but I have to because. You need to have something. Yeah. You yeah, need to complain about something.
3: <laughs> right. He's done the three last records for us, and uh, he knows us now much how we want this this sound to be so when he comes back with a mix the the let's say version one of that mix and uh it's like it's spot on it's it's absolutely he, he caught everything that we thought and felt and, and needed and it's like we gotta we gotta go back with something there's gotta be something here that we can't complain because <laughs> uh and it, you know it's, it's not to be difficult or anything like that it's just uh it wasn't back and forth too many
1: times. No, oh. no, no, no. a couple of times. And then it's and like just maybe some feeding was too loud or. Uh, or it, Just small, small, like small that stuff. And,
3: so uh, he pretty much uh, delivered what well, you hear on the record as it is. Just small parts here and there that's been adjusted.
2: Yeah. But if you have a question, just ask. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, and no, we can I talk think, all I day. think that's, that's great, that. our
2: main problem. We can just talk and talk and talk and talk.
0: Go for it. Yeah.
2: Me and Rune's not drinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys sound like very much a, like a live band. You said you record as a, as a band at once, right? And you've obviously been around for a while. I don't know, your first EP or something came out in like 2012. How long were you a band before that?
3: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, that that's uh, the whole story of the band is, is kind of strange. I'm not going to go into that right now, but uh, let's say there's a bet in, in the bottom here, uh, which obviously I won. Um, but uh, <laughs> That's the, the important the, part. The, the EP, well, the, we call it the, the demo tape, uh, the Dark Space Voyage thingy. Um, we had these three songs and we went to record it and uh, we, we were pretty green on how it was supposed to sound at that point. All we wanted to do was to play loud, uh, so we recorded that live in the studio and it worked. So we just used that formula ever since. Because uh when you're in that studio and you can feel the vibe from everybody, uh when you're playing that song, you know, you get you get lit up and uh you, you give more to the song that you maybe do if you're alone, if you like. So we
2: we we kind of find we, well, that's our way to do it. Yeah, we don't like click. No, that's we only played Click for one song, and that song, which is uh, which is of Mars album, and it was the uh, Incubator. That's played on Click, yeah. Because me and why him was not. that? Must do only one song, uh, I Because think. I played the guitars and drums on that song, all of okay. So, uh, due to time scheduling thing, and, and two left the band. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people left the two. People left the band and stuff. So I had to do it myself. Uh, and he came in and did this. Yeah, I did, uh, three, yeah, I did some I
1: solos yeah. and some, uh, some other was, arrangements on, yeah. one, which is on three songs, I think.
2: But it, you know, we we kind of we kind of lose the the dynamics when we do the click thing. It, yeah. it doesn't feel right. We can play after click and all that, but it doesn't feel right. It just it's get too systematic.
3: Yeah, it's we just, want it to live and breathe by itself. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: and the the, the genre, it, it I think it works with it. Like we're not doing uh, we're not doing uh, any like uh, over the top uh, math metal, so uh, no. it it works I think for the for the sound.
0: Sure, I know you guys haven't all been together as a band since the beginning, but I wanted to ask you what was what was the scene like in two thousand twelve or two thousand eleven or whenever Kalel kind of came to be. Because I, I wasn't really into this music back then. I was back in heavy metal, Metallica or something at that point, I'm sure. But, you know, were there a lot of other bands around you doing something similar? Was there a scene at all? Because it's kind of had a resurgence now. But what what did it look like? What were the bands around you at that time?
3: At that point, there were they were either playing hardcore um, or uh, scanning rock. A punk. A yeah. punk rock, yeah. yeah. So there was we didn't fit in
0: that scene whatsoever. Um, what made and, you go with the, the sound that you had? I mean, was artists, it?
3: Um, I played in a, in a power metal band previous to this, and he was playing uh, in a rock and roll, Scandi ish uh, rock and roll band. Um, and I, I told the guitar player in the band that I used to play in that now I want to do something different. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Like, I want to do some black Sabbath ish stuff. And it's going to be fun not killing, not stabbing, not fucking shooting people <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm sick and tired of that. Let's do something that makes people smile. And uh, I had a few rips in my drawer at home that that band wouldn't touch. They call it the campfire fucking <laughs> <laughs> campfire rips. <riffs>. Yeah, <laughs> Get home with those dancing campfire fucking rips. Yeah. And I brought them to the table, and uh, that's some of the songs that you hear on that demo tape. And he had something to add because he never got listened to his, in his band either with his, his riffs. So we kind of put these riffs that we had together and found out that, well, this sounds nice. And we started to experiment with with lowering the tuning. So yeah. um, at some we point... We started with drop D. Yeah. And at some point he, he came to me with a, with this song called um, Fire Machine. And he said that, I play this in C. The whole guitar is tuned in C. And it was like, all right, that's the sound we're going to go for because it was absolutely fucking brilliant. So um, that's <laughs> that's how it started. Yeah, yeah. And was uh, uh, so you know no,
0: you kind of had an idea that you were doing something completely different, or no, were there other no. bands that you kind of looked towards as a sound? No, because
3: I was listening to uh, I was listening to some of the well nowadays it's called stoner rock, but back then when I listened to it, like back in '94 when I got the Sleep record, it was just a rock and roll record that reminded me of Sabbath. Uh, yeah. nobody knew what, what Stone Rock even was no. and uh, we knew about these guys called Caius uh, that they had kind of a sound that we liked, well I liked at least and he didn't, he didn't know anything about this, nothing, because he came from, from that genre and had a background in trash metal and stuff like that so he was like, what the <laughs> when he came into the first rehearsal and uh, we said that okay, we're going to play this riff that's called um, uh, Falling Stone for you and I uh, would start to play it, and uh, oh no, 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 no! You got to slow down on the drums because you're like, that, dig that, straight off the back. <laughs> I and I was like, like no, 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 no! If you half that, he was like, half that? <laughs> is it, that possible? Even slower than this? Yeah. He says, yeah, you got to do that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Tom the way, and um, it took him a year, maybe, maybe less. Then he figured out, well, this is kind of cool because I'm getting older, and uh, I can, I can, this I can remember pretty easy. And he uh, yeah, had kind of a good time doing this, not getting exhausted, but when he goes live, it's like all over the fucking place anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you kind of got drawn into it pretty quickly. And nowadays he's, uh, he's coming to, sh- to ship to me, you know? So
2: well, the thing is that uh, uh, it kind of opened up my eyes to new, a new genre, right? So he got me to, uh, you know, figure out the whole new music style, a whole new, like a lot of new bands and a lot of new ways to do stuff, ways to think of. I didn't know they actually existed, so it was kind of a uh, not to sound pretentious or something, but it's like a musical gift thing, right? So I didn't know anything. As as you said, it was to me it was Slayer, Megadeth, Sepultura, and stuff like that. I was listening to and Maiden, Iron Maiden, right? And Metallica and yeah and so again and uh and then this thing came on and i was like oh okay i'm not sweating well you okay. are sweating
0: <laughs> okay. but uh uh you know it's it's um it's,
2: it's it's a fun it's a fun style of playing because i get um much more room to just do more groovy stuff mm. s- instead of pling, pling pling all the time right so right. It's, it was great, but we didn't know that we did something special at all because no, we just
3: came no. together on Sundays to jam, and these songs came out of it. And uh, we 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 do not call ourselves a stone rock band; we call ourselves the hard rock band. And uh, yeah, that we we've, we've been that we've been embracing this. is the scene is just amazing because uh, there's so many talented people here, and uh, uh, we made a lot of friends, and uh, we can't complain about that. But in our in our mind, we're not. Nothing else but a hard rock band, but I think these days if you play hard rock in a certain tune or within that 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 scene, that's only rock scene, so it's yeah. kind of getting watered out. Maybe I don't know.
0: It's it's had a had a real like boom in the last you know handful of years now for sure. But that's why that's why I ask because you've been around for at least long enough to see when it wasn't booming, and you know th- there were bands like Caius and stuff like that that were already out, but. It, it wasn't its own thing. It wasn't this big underground scene. It was kind of like this half of a scene that was kind of happening. Yeah, that's true. So
2: and you, what, knew, what kind of
0: band were you guys playing with? What what kind of shows did you play then if, if there weren't many around? Well,
3: we, we played shows on our own pretty much. We just took the yeah. car and drove around to places yeah. that wanted to hear us. And uh, we kind of steadily grew uh, a little bit of following. And uh, we figured out, okay, maybe we should make a record. We made a record. And uh, we got Steins straight straight away with that, and was like, "Okay, people want this." And uh, so we we just took the car and drove around and played whatever they wanted to listen to us. And uh, we got lucky enough to to get noticed in this scene that we kind of been embraced in now. Uh, so we were like, "Okay, maybe maybe we belong here." I know. So we kind of went with that, and here we are. Um, and I think that's. Uh, it's a good thing because uh, we made a lot of friends made a lot of uh you know discovered a lot of good bands um uh, it's been good you mentioned question, but, uh, <laughs> that's that's what i have to say about that
0: no i i think you answered the question for sure i you know i was just curious what it what it looked like back then because like i said i wasn't i wasn't into it i barely knew no, it existed oh, yeah, because,
2: uh, my, my feeling about it was is that when we were when we came to the places we, were, we were playing, people didn't know what we were doing, and they were like, "Okay, do we like do we like this or what? What what is this?" Right? We were playing slow songs, really heavy, long songs, right? And and long jam sessions. Long jam. Yeah, we had like songs. a yeah, just started jamming on stage in the middle of a song, right? And that's. People were used to like okay, we play for they play a song for three and a half minutes and then it's the next song and then they talk between the songs and we were like let's play three songs and not talk and not talk because people are not here to hear you talk they're here to hear music and so let's play three songs in a row and then say something stupid and then do the rest of the you know and and people wasn't they were like. Two people's in the show right <laughs> standing and watching us and and, uh, and then it grew up to be like you know it's so so it's uh, it grew and it grew and people like yeah it's pretty cool isn't it yeah so and but it, this is I'm talking about Norway right now so normally yeah. they, they don't they there's almost nothing there is a scene think, but it's very small it's really that. really small so they don't well, they don't um, know so you have On top to go, of
0: it like you have a band like Caius that's from the desert playing desert rock. Their yeah. whole like image is desert. Yeah. Whereas you guys are not in the desert and you're singing about like sci-fi. So yeah. it's probably a whole nother level of like what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. God, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So they didn't. They don't. Well. Kinda, they didn't take it very well. Well, so. But when we went outside like other countries is really it was they took us right to their hearts right there. Okay. yeah that's a big difference uh
3: yeah but I mean why should we sing about fucking deserts and shit when all we got is mountain, yeah. mountain snow and, and, wind. <laughs> and wind and wind yeah. <laughs> yeah right so uh uh and you, you got the black metal guys singing about the forests and the and the yeah and the the mountains so we figured well there's only sci-fi left <laughs> <laughs>
0: Final Frontier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: it, it worked. So, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah, me too.
0: So, speaking of Kaya's, I guess, you know, you guys have done some cover songs that I wanted to ask you about. I know you guys did Green Machine, you did Cocaine, you did Paranoid, and I think, I don't know that it's out yet. You, you just recorded an ACTC cover song. Is that right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Is that out yet? No, no. It's not out yet.
0: And I I just wanted to ask you about your, your opinion on cover songs and and how you guys approach it, because there's bands that do a cover song and it sounds like the original. And I wonder why they even tried it at all.
2: And then there's Uh, bands uh,
0: like yours that, that cover it and you make it your own and it very much sounds like a Kalel song. And I think that's a, that's the only way to do it. If you're going to do it, you might as well change it because I could just listen to the original. Right. And and listening to what you did to Paranoid or Green Machine is impressive. And and I think that that's the the coolest way to do cover songs. So is that something you guys are super into or inspired by? Does it help your writer's block? What is it about those cover songs that you find so interesting? And, and how come you do them so well?
3: I, I really don't know the full the cool answer to that. Uh, the reason why we picked those songs is also something bit of vague to me, but uh, I mean Green Machine kind of came up because we needed an extra song for a show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, the, the the bass player at that time, he had been listening to the, these songs, uh, these these different bands that I pointed out on, on Spotify just to give him a feel of what kind of sound we were going for. And uh, he said that why why don't we do that? That's a good up tempo kind of song. And we did that. But then a guy called Tandy Sisler came to us and said that, why don't you have that? Try something different. And we were like, okay, let's try it. And we went to the rehearsal room and tried it out and was like, fuck yeah, this is is really working. So we did that and uh, we kind of recorded it just for fun, but it came out pretty good. So we we decided to to put it out on the record because at that point we didn't have any single deals, so we couldn't put it on the side. So we had to put it on the record to even get it out there. And I'm lucky we did that because they kind of opened a few doors, if you like, for us, that we did that. And um, uh, the cocaine one was, when we were touring the U.S., we were told that on one day off, we were supposed to go to, uh, to a guy in a desert, called Cody, uh, from uh, Basilia. No. Yeah. yeah. Slow, slow, not slow season, but uh, oh, I can't remember the band. Anyways. Uh, so we said, okay, we need to have something, at least, because uh, we, no, no point in recording uh, an already recorded song, and we didn't have anything new really to, to use. So I said, why don't we we pick an, a strange fucking song and try to make it heavy? So um, we can. Me and him decided on try cocaine, and uh, brought it here, and uh, we had like ten seconds of, of that riff when we went yeah. to the states. <laughs> so we came back home and recorded it. Um, yeah, I mean, the rest is just pure.
2: I think m- m- many times when we when we when we take a a cover song, it's it's just a feeling that someone had when they, I don't know, in their headset, and there was like, and that and that, that song came up, and it was like, oh, that would be cool if this song went like this and this. it Would be cool to try it out. And they come and the person, whichever it is. Tells us he has the idea. Why? Why? Why don't we just do it like this, like Paranoid? Let's do Paranoid, but really, the heaviest way we could ever do Paranoid, yeah. and just do it. it. Just if we get hate, we get hate. I don't care. I just want to try it out, and we did. And and um, and it was and it, and it was it a was spontaneous thing in the studio, and we did it, and it turned out really good. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, you, it. It just it just sometimes it just feels it's great fun. to do a cover song because it's the, we have, we've grown, we've grown up on these songs, right? right. So why not do some respect to the songs? And, yeah. and, but we, as you said, uh, don't do it like the, the, the radio version because then you can just listen to the original song, right? Yeah.
0: yeah just might as well
2: it, Just, just, Figure out some, if you were, uh, if you were doing the song for the first time, you were making the song. Think of it like that. Yeah.
1: And try to play it like it's your your,
2: You came up with the, with the riffs.
1: And also the other thing is
0: that it's, it's one thing to take a song that's already not heavy, a song that's a pop song or a light, lighter song or a, you know, a softer rock song and make it heavy. That, that can be easy. Yeah. But you're taking songs that are already heavy. You're taking Paranoid and Green Machine, and these songs are already heavy, and you still made them your own, which I think is even more impressive than taking a a Britney Spears song or something and making it heavy. That's can't can't be that difficult.
1: Singing Britney Spears? That would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. We had we had like a a Black Sabbath tribute uh, uh, in 2019. Yeah, and. After that, when we found out uh, that we were gonna do Paranoid, we were like, "We're not gonna play it like we did on that on that show." Yeah, that was uh, because that
3: was how the so, radio
1: songs. So it's like, well, we're not. I'm not gonna play it on the on the guitar like we did there. So, so one funny thing is that we we changed up some of the some of the uh, the um, the beat and uh, also the 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 licks were also different. We had the going through the entire verse, right? So on the on the what uh, pedal so it's like small things you can do. Just make it your own, like uh,
2: right.
1: instead of like trying to copy. Uh, but
2: still, the original, respect.
1: yeah, with respect, of course, yeah. And that was sure. able,
2: yeah, it was
3: it was just uh, an idea that uh, that we were supposed to use ten minutes on, just so I can get that yeah, out, yeah. out of my head. But everybody was like, "Wow, that was cool," and we <laughs> we just did it, and uh, and uh, when we when we decided to, you know, actually record it because we had some spare time in the studio, so we said, "Oh fuck, let's just just do this, yeah. just to have it down." And then he was like, oh, I'm "Not sure if this is a good idea. We're gonna get a whole set on our necks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get shit for it." <laughs> uh,
3: me. And uh, it's been it's been pretty positive actually. Yeah, uh, we do. What's
0: your sh- song that you did?
2: Oh, a uh, long way. I went and when's long that supposed to come to out? out? way to the top, yeah. So, but that song... December or November. Yeah, I yeah November. That. But that song was given to us. And so... We, we had three choices.
3: Done. And uh, we went with that one because that's the one that we figured out. ACDC never played live. Uh, so we wanted to do a song that maybe...
2: Well, they played it uh, live or, or... Well, they, yeah, they did it live. playback live in the 70s when it came out on a TV show or something. But they never... Played it live, live, live. So, yeah. uh, so we thought that that's a, that's a good song.
0: Was there any that I missed? I said, uh, you know, Green Machine, Cocaine, ACDC, Paranoid. Was there, do you, have you done any other ones?
2: Oh, Hold in the Sky.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I should check. Oh, no, I don't know sky. if I heard that. One.
2: Back, way
3: back in the, day, yeah. when yeah. off <laughs> in the day. I forgot that. Yeah.
2: We did uh, Hold in the Sky. Cool. So that's,
3: that also is slightly different from the original. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it got it got uh nominated for the best cover song on, on the radio station. On yeah, national radio. Right. Yeah. But but that awesome.
2: was just that was just for fun. It is it's a fun song to play. So yeah. you just because we, we used not do anything with the with the beat. We just no, played it.
3: Because we used to we used to, to finish shows with
2: it for a while and uh
3: yeah kinda grew on us and we just wanted to capture it, I guess.
2: Oh. We never
3: played it since really.
2: No, because it's in drop D. Yeah,
3: oh, yeah that's true.
2: So yeah, remember uh, you have to sing your balls off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh so I, I asked on Instagram if anyone had any questions for you. So I have a, a couple uh Instagram follower questions. If you want to take Ooh, those. Yeah. So the first one is from the King's Pistol, which you're actually label maids with. Yeah, on, yeah. Uh, on when are you heading to the UK?
1: Oh whenever we're allowed to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really. I, I heard that uh, you're not allowed entry into the UK if you have two different vaccines and uh, most of us in Norway get uh, one Pfizer and one Moderna so unless Boris changes his mind there is no yeah <laughs> it's going to be a while unfortunately well yeah I can I can go
2: and he can go but you can't no yeah i have to stay back <laughs> They're fucking rules man
0: so that yeah, you have you many rules, rules right back. now so yeah. don't
2: know. but nice, I think right? that may, we should probably you know, next something year. can happen next year. Yeah, we don't know. Okay,
3: but they they left the EU, so it's, it's getting hard to get in. Yeah, you know, we have
1: to have, probably have work visas and shit like that. So that's what she said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, so, to that point. When? What about the U.S.? Do you have any plans to come to the U.S.? We did have the Midwest. Plan. I'm in Illinois, so I don't know how often you come to Chicago or anything around here. But
3: uh, we were talking about doing a. a uh, northeast tour next time because we did the West Coast last time. Um, so Chicago might be on that list. Uh, but it, you know, it has to be uh the, the COVID situation has to be brought down a bit because yeah. uh, we we cannot have ten days of quarantine when we come back home. Right, quarantine. For, um, and uh, obviously,
2: no, if we don't we don't need that anymore because we have no full vaccinated. Okay. Wow. All right. Yep. So we can go home and we have- are
3: actually talking to somebody to get something done next fall.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool.
3: So uh, we might see you live face
0: to right face. On. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh-huh.
0: The next question was from the Vessel Project, which I think is a band out of Australia, I think. Um, why the name? And it has something to do with Superman, right? I so why the name and uh what's the story behind it?
2: Well, uh
3: the story behind it is pretty easy. It's uh it's uh, Hebrew for Star Child or the voice of God. So it's okay. nothing to do with Superman whatsoever. Oh interesting. People, okay. people assume that, but uh and that's fair enough. Cause,
0: and I didn't I, I didn't even know that until like a week ago. I was actually playing your new record in the car and I had a friend go, That's Superman's name. And I was like, I I don't you know, I don't read comic <laughs> books, <now." laughs> you know, so yeah. I didn't even know that. So now yeah. to find out a week, a week later that that's not even why is interesting.
3: <laughs> well, it blends into the sci-fi deal with the Star Child thing. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: All right. This one, um, they just wanted me to ask you about the t-shirt in Maastricht. Sorry?
2: Sure. <laughs> <Sure>. oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah. You can who wants to, tell that, yeah. who <laughs> to tell this to tell story let's just say that uh, when you're on tour you do you do um, <laughs> you do despicable things and uh, <laughs> to pay for those despicable things you made a shirt I had to t-shirt. <laughs> I had, uh, had to give away my t-shirt
3: oh man
0: How no more detail that? no no more details than that no,
3: no. well you know what what they say, what happens on the tour stays on the tour, but uh, obviously something's been leaking out yeah, here. Yeah. Fair enough,
0: fair enough. Fair enough.
1: I'm gonna get shit for this, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt slot. Uh,
2: you can edit, you can you can cut that out. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least be- um, so th- th- those are the questions that I got from Instagram. Um, yeah. But I do have this this game at the end here that I like to do. Uh, it's, I just call it the fuzz round. I don't know if you've looked at Slightly Fuzz on Instagram at all, but I just make goofy uh, album covers. Let me show you one as an example. <laughs>
2: so, pussy Slayer. That's, Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's the first, that's, first one I did. Well, this, this, this just slides right into your T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did that one forgot to sacrifice
1: <laughs> that's a funny one so,
0: so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up 10 photos that I want to yeah. use for an album cover one at a time and I want you guys to come up with the funny album cover title
2: Okay. Ooh. Ooh. okay
0: first one these are all space related by the way I made a special round okay. just for you guys
3: uh, I said left on the last junction. <laughs>
1: Did you forget the blue milk? <laughs> Shit, I left my t-shirt back in, <laughs> in <laughs> Barcelona 601. Yes. Fresh out of t-shirt. Fresh out of t-shirt,
2: man. Or who farted?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Look at that. Oh, this is nice.
0: I think they have they have drinks in their hands. Also, I think they're
2: drinking. Yeah, out there. Just, oh, is that a enough
0: or something? Up, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah,
2: so so it's like it uh, gives you wing. No, that's a Red Bull thing.
0: Red Bull.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, spaced out. Spaced <laughs> yeah, out. spaced yeah. out yeah. yeah. God damn it! Look at that.
3: Use this one and you'll smile.
2: (laughs) No, how about I enter you? (laughs) I enter you.
0: (laughs) There's another drinking one, actually.
2: Oh, yeah. After this,
0: I show you my galaxy. (laughs) How about my black hole?
2: (laughs) Oh, my black hole, yeah. (laughs) You look like a leprechaun.
3: Space the hell puppets. let just is that is this real or did you mash this
0: up? No, this is real. This is an ad for something. I don't know.
3: Is it? <laughs> and the astronaut and Wendy Martian space puppets. Those That's are cool. I want those. <laughs> <laughs> they were
2: awesome. <laughs> looks like the um, uh, what's it called here in Norway the the the, the, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing. Yeah, I uh, wait. I don't have any smart thing to say here come play with me <laughs> yeah, <come> play. <laughs> yeah put your hand in me
0: <laughs> there we go there we go
1: <laughs> that's a nice radioactive yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> look boys and girls this is how you blow up stuff yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you like the nuclear winter so far <laughs>
2: nuclear winter yeah nuclear winter oh yeah you get a ray gun. You get a ray gun. Mom, i pay for ice the dog. <laughs> but his teeth are white. Drop your gumball, boy. Looking manicured with them.
3: Oh, <laughs> I look... No, I can't say that. He looks just... manicured in them jeans,
2: boy. <laughs> Show me your meat? No. <laughs> I... No. <laughs> uh... This is too good. This, Hello. Is, this is this is, and we have to do this. Oh look, angry
0: spaceman!
3: <laughs> this is called "fuck you."
1: <laughs> yeah, the fuck space, space yeah
0: Space breath. <laughs> All right, last one. Fuck. Oh, look at this! <laughs> Where are in <the> get <laughs> this? Oh, this. Oh uh, yeah, this is even worse. Yeah, than a
2: t-shirt. Oh, that's cool. This band, that's the good old
3: days, man. That's the Brady Bunch right there. <laughs> good loving Christians,
2: all of them. This band should actually be called Nobody Loved Me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: This is this is you over here on the on the left.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, it is, sure yeah, it is.
0: The long hair makes you look like you're gonna murder somebody.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that was the intention. Well, yeah. yeah. makeup and everything back then. You know. I love it. So, these guys are either dead or in jail. Or...
2: The thing is that we do not look better. No, we don't. <laughs> Today, <laughs>
3: speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself. Oh yeah, this was serious shit. This was heavy metal, like you know, yeah, everything.
2: It's kind of weird that that we figured out that this was the this was the look that we were going for. Which band was this? Uh, Des-
1: uh, Des- yeah, hello. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despo was after right. Uh, and you have a band well, okay. called
2: Hellhole, then you know you, yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What the fuck did you take out that? Jesus Internet, Christ. baby.
0: Yeah. Internet's got everything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was fun.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all I got for you. Uh yeah, I, I cool. really appreciate you. You spent a little bit of time with me and, and talking about the new album and, and lots of other stuff. And I'm a huge fan. I love the new album. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for for hanging out for me uh, for a little bit. Is there anything else that you want to plug or mention or anything else before we sign off?
3: Support your local scene, boys and girls. It's now or never. Because everybody hurts. And uh, we need to step up. And if a band comes around, go look at them. Pay some money for some T-shirts. Hang out. And listen to
2: what they have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important because it it, it has never been uh, a more important time to to support your local bands at this time right now because there's no gigs, there's no venues anywhere, nothing. And uh, now when everything is opening up, go out and see them. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I think I think that's a good thing to do.
1: I bet a lot of bands are going to come with new songs and new materials. It's going to be awesome. uh, So I can't wait until uh, you can go out and check out bands again. It's
2: going to be a few couple of good years ahead. Yeah, next year is going to be a a lot of bands. I think a lot of new records coming out next year. I
0: think. Yeah, I hope so. I hope everyone was in the studio during this time. I'm looking forward to that.
2: That's why we made our
1: record. Yeah, we couldn't tour. So let's go. Might as well. Yeah. All right. Appreciate uh, you having us. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been Thanks fun. Time.
0: Uh, it's been fun. Thank you. Thank okay. you so much. All right. We'll talk later. Cheers. Thank you.
3: Bye. Bye. Don't get shit-faced. <laughs>
2: <laughs>